Welcome to Bowman's Friends, a podcast created to connect and inform UK students of issues, events, and cool stuff on campus and in the Lexington area. Bowman's Friends is a podcast hosted by UK students for the UK community. Our goal is to amplify student voices through advocating for equity, inclusion, and representation of all. Sunmates is an organic synth pop band started in Lexington, Kentucky by four Lexington natives. Two are UK alumni. Today, Sophia and I are joined by Logan Todd and John Wise, two members of Sunmates. Thank you both so much for being here. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Welcome to the pod. Um, to start off, could you talk a little bit about when you both got into music, how long you've been playing, and what instruments you play? Yeah, John, go ahead and start us off. Um, I started out playing guitar in like the fifth grade, and then also learned trombone around the same time, and then play it all throughout middle school and high school. And I've uh, been playing ever since. Cool. Yeah, I also started in middle school, I guess like technically fifth grade. I started as a trombone player, but then I did not continue with that. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, percussion throughout middle school and then through pretty much all of high school. I picked up the bass guitar when I was a junior. Um, and then from when I was a senior to my first year of college, I did two years in a professional um, percussion ensemble playing the bass, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I also play keyboards. That's that's pretty much what I started with. Mm-hmm. You guys play a lot of. Mar- did you guys do marching band at all? Yes. Yeah, let's see. I heard trombone <laughs> and percussion, so I knew knew a lot of a lot of marching band people. Yeah, yeah cool. all through high school, and then um, I guess I mean the the perca- the percussion ensemble I played with was technically like a a, a winter guard group, um, so that kind of counts. I just didn't play percussion in it. Right. So I know four Lexington natives, two UK alum. How did Sunmates, you know, begin? How did you all get to know each other? How did the band form? Um, I started the band in 2018. I was just writing some material and needed some people to help flesh out the parts. Um, And so Brandon, who plays drums, actually hit me up on Facebook. He saw that I was starting a project, and um, we got together and started working on some music. And uh, Logan and I reconnected later on in 2018 <clears throat> we had played together before um and then kind of got back in each other's yeah. circle and we've just been playing together ever since and then shelby is a longtime friend um and he actually helped record like my first band's ep um well he did record my first band's ep <laughs> and uh you know he mentioned that he was wanting to be in a band and you know agreed to be in our project my question is, what connection do you feel that the band has to the Lexington area or to Kentucky in general? Uh, we definitely want to honor like where we come from. Um, so I'm really attracted to like pop music and um, stuff that you don't typically hear around here. But I definitely still wanted to incorporate some of like the singer-songwriter style choices and like acoustic guitar and that like storytelling type approach, but still utilize maybe a different genre to like tell that story yeah that's like a really common um part of the scene is that kind of sort of americana in americana adjacent um singer songwriter types um very lyrical very acoustic soft like that i think that is a a kentucky sound and i think we do that pretty well so on your website it says that your band is a synth pop outfit from the south now, could you kind of explain what synth pop is? I 
kind of know what pop is, but what what's, what's <laughs> what is what what exactly is synth pop? Um, it came around in like the late seventies and eighties, and it was just using synths to create pop music. Um, <coughs> so it's a lot of like keyboard driven songs, um, which utilize you know synths to make string sounds or brass sounds, stuff that you hear in pop music, but instead of like violins or you know like trombones and trumpets it's all synthesizer so <laughs> who were some of your musical inspirations or favorite artists growing up and then i'm going to ask what you all are currently listening to now because i'm dying to know Ooh, yeah um i started out listening to a lot of uh, fusion jazz music when i was in school um specifically i got really into weather report um which is great a lot of early maybe not so much early but like Herbie Hancock, for sure, um, when he started to really um, innovate in the fusion like sound, specifically Headhunters, which is one of my favorite albums ever. Um, I also, you know, I hit a lot of the classics that people who um, come to age and then don't typically listen to. I, I mean, uh, it's hard to not call it mainstream, but like I, I did like I did like what all the uh, the rock kids listen to in school, like. I had my Led Zeppelin phase. I had my Pink Floyd phase. Um, I also got really into soul music and Motown, which is great, too. Uh, and currently, I'm listening to a lot of Alex G. Um, I think what, like, really got me into wanting to play music was listening to the Beatles. That was, like, one of my first introductions to, like, uh, secular music. I grew up pretty Christian. Um, and so... It, that was like my first time that I heard pop music, and I was like, "Oh wow, you know, I want to." bops. Yeah, I want to <laughs> learn these songs. Um, now I've been listening to like a couple albums on repeat: Dua Lipa, Banger, uh, The Weekend, and then I'm listening to um, some Frank Ocean as well. Old Frank Ocean? Is there anything new? Yeah, old. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, it's what are you listening to that I yeah. do not yeah. know about? <laughs> oh. Um, Going back to the weekend, though, like, everybody hates on their Super Bowl performance, but I, for one, really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I <laughs> also thought it was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was so si- I mean, considering, cool. considering like, it, with everything going on with COVID, like, they were they managed to get, you know, everybody in there. It was it was pretty awesome. It was, it was very different, and people need to realize that different is good. So, <laughs> um, so, and this is a question posed for both of you, if you guys want to both answer it. Uh, how did the name Sunmate, Sunmates, excuse me, become the name of the band? That was uh, that was all John's doing. I, I joined yeah. when it was still <laughs> Sunmates. I I still kind of like have a big connection to your original name, Windows ninety eight. Big connection <laughs> in that I think that it's <laughs> really where did that cool. come from? <laughs> um, so when I first started writing these songs in twenty eighteen, I didn't even have like a group yet, really. Um, but I got a show offer to play at the Catston here at the Blazer Dining Hall. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they were paying pretty well, and I was like, oh, I got to play this show. It didn't have a band, didn't have a band name, so um, I just saw this computer that had Windows 98, and I was like, that's a dope name. I'm going to use awesome. that and get my <laughs> money. <laughs> <laughs> Played the show, and then it was like, first and only time I will be playing is this band. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, now, now Sunmates. Yeah, so Sunmates came about... Um, probably around like August of 2018. Um, I was just thinking about we're all around this sun. So we're all like buddies. Mates. Yeah. 
uh, <laughs> very simple. Mm-hmm. It's like the the the, the uh, you ever seen the movie Us? I mean, it's not really from Us, but it's like the the friends around the world. You're like the friends around the sun. Was like yeah. <laughs> what are you talking? Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> you guys don't know right over my head. <laughs> no, my my cultural <laughs> diet for movies is pretty limited. <laughs> right, it's it, uh, it's Talladega Nights. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is Sunday. They are racing today. So, but no, basically what it was, it was this campaign. I'm gonna explain this. We can edit this out if we need to. I'm gonna explain. It was this thing to help. Uh, like we're all you know and one. People we're held on, hands we're, we're all on over. Yeah. One mm-hmm. across the world, so it's like one across the sun. It's really like interesting connection you made there. Yeah, it was the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, next, <laughs> what is your favorite part about being a member of Sunmates or being in a band? Like, is it the brainstorming? Is it the performing? It's playing shows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's totally playing shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to say the same. Yeah. It makes everything else like more worth it, mm-hmm. in my opinion a lot of stuff that is kind of grueling but uh you play shows you get to connect with people it's nice what's the grueling part of it emails <laughs> listening <laughs> to the same that song over and over again <laughs> recording you know doing all these things like pe- graphic design um having to like outsource a lot of that stuff yeah i was so. gonna ask who does like all your graphics and stuff we have two main people mm-hmm. one is armando diaz he has a company called Working with Saint, and he's a designer doing like really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, did our website, like a bunch of our videos, and then Lauren Albanzi, um, who is currently, she was a UK graduate, I believe, and now she's yeah. in Boston. Um, cool. But she does like a lot of our posters and artwork for singles and mm-hmm. stuff. Cool. So I know that activism is activism is very important to the both of you as a band. Um, but you know, how does that seep into the art you create or the work that you're doing now? Um, I think it's about curating like a space that we think people can feel comfortable in. Because um, one thing that I like from the beginning of starting this band, <coughs> I wanted to put shows on in environments that were not just like tied to dark bars, where like men feel like they can do inappropriate things and like you have to get drunk in order to have a good time and you you have to fit in you know you have to pay all this money and feel like you have to pay money to drink like want to get away from that and so um trying to promote like our values in the space is really important to us Mm -hmm. making it more accessible yeah i saw you guys in a garage once yeah it was raining (laughs) and it was pouring pouring rain it was a great show show. i enjoyed it (laughs) Um, what you kind of answered this, but like, what does making music or creating art mean to you? Um, yeah, that's the question. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it really depends on who you ask, but for me, it's like a it's 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 self expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very much like because uh, there's something really satisfying about hearing something in your head and bringing it outside of your head, <laughs> and then like trying to find all the ways that you can mix it and and mold it and um, sort of. It's it's r- I think my favorite part about making music is coming up with one thing and finding like ten different applications for it and mm-hmm. um, that that kind of feeling mm-hmm. it's ex- it's expressive it's totally expressive mm-hmm. it seems like an addicting feeling it is yeah. <laughs> it really is so I mean you guys being from the south and you're a synth pop band. There's no, there's not much bluegrass in there in in that uh, realm. But how is being from the south influenced the way that you create music? 
I mean, a lot of my songs start out um, on guitar, like acoustic guitar. And a lot of the covers that I play as well are, you know, I play folk songs and um, some country songs because uh, I did grow up, you know, listening to a lot of that. And um, I think it's still really good songwriting. And it's interesting to, like, try to reimagine it and, like, what would a synth pop band do, you know? There might not be a banjo, but we might have this cool, like, synth arpeggio or something going on. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a cool way to, like, utilize those textures, but maybe just make them our own. So now that everything is slowly becoming normal again, yeah, not, ma- not much social I distancing, yeah, somewhat, <laughs> yeah, slowly. <laughs> it was never, ever normal to begin with, but... Uh, are there any plans on possibly going on tour anytime soon? You know, doing a lot more shows. Well, it's really hard for us to go on a like a true tour because um, a lot of us have day jobs. Mm-hmm. I, I especially do. Brandon does, and you do as well. Although you're looking to move from that kind of uh, limiting yeah. into a more freelance kind of schedule, but um, definitely plans to play more shows. Where can people see you next? We play in Cincinnati a lot. I so have noticed that. Yeah. We are up there, but we're playing in Lexington at the Borough on April 30th. Very cool. I was just at the Borough last weekend. Nice. Who, d- who did you go see? Sunbuck. Um, Camp Sidemail. Or uh, Taylor Meyer Sidemail. Cool. But they were great. So what you mentioned You mentioned day jobs. What do you guys do in your day jobs? Oh, I like have a really boring normal job. <laughs> <laughs> normal I, um, person during the day. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm an insurance underwriter, so I... Uh, basically manage a portfolio of risk for my tiny little insurance company. Um, and I work from home, and it's great. It's good. Um, I was an office manager, but I just got into a new career field, so I'm a boom operator for movies and stuff. Nice. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So I awesome. hold a microphone. But Shelby, um, our bandmate who plays keyboards, he does this for a living, and had this opportunity and just got me on the job recently. So I've been doing that for the past month. That's mm-hmm. awesome. He's worked on a lot of really cool stuff too. He's he's he did Tiger King, did a lot of the sound for that, design for that. Pretty much anything that you'll see on like um um what's that channel? Lifetime. Uh, yeah, Lifetime. <laughs> it's all him. <laughs> We're gonna be expecting a lot of Christmas movies to have <laughs> to <Yeah>. feature show. <laughs> nice, nice. Um do you guys want to talk about some of the collaborations you've done with WRFL, the radio station here on campus? Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> we love them there. Um, we've done WRFL Live, I think, is it three or four times now? Three times. Three yeah. times, yeah. And uh, they're great. They treat us so well. And I, I, I love our WRFL. Like, I, I, I was listening to them even before I came to school in 2014. Like, I listened to them when I was in high school. Um, so it's really good to be there and use their platform. Mm-hmm. They rock. Yeah. I love them. One of our hosts, Elena Tobo, she's um, a host, or she has a, what is that called? Uh, she, I think she's the news director over there. Yes, cool. yes, yes, yes. The Welshwell. Like, she has interns. Like, that's just, <laughs> she's that's a just boss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just weird to think, like, what, what if we had interns here at the podcast? Like, that'd just feel weird, wouldn't it? No, I don't want to be somebody's boss. Yeah, I don't either. I, I think that'd be awful <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm, no <laughs> um i saw on your website that you can book sunmates for a private event what how do people go about that if they're interested well what we kind of private events any private yeah. events <laughs> we've done weddings we did a retirement party we've done Whoa. like just family parties and stuff 
Um, but yeah, we try to curate sets that we think people that are attending the event would enjoy. And then we just get to play for like four hours and have a good time. You know, we have our own sound system and stuff. And so it's been cool. We've been able to like play a wedding on the beach. Wow. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. That was great. Yeah. Got stuck in the sand <coughs> in I our van. I <laughs> so. could imagine that would be kind of a nightmare. I didn't yeah. know about this retirement party. Like, that's <laughs> oh, that was great. That, that was, was awesome. a lot that of fun. That sounds awesome. <laughs> That came out of nowhere. We were playing a tiki party <laughs> at a <laughs> at a hotel complex <laughs> this past summer, and this guy was there. Um, I went to high school with his daughter, and uh, he was like, "Wow, someone in my office is retiring. I want to hire you to <laughs> to play at this party." <laughs> and it was actually pretty crazy. I mean, they had a bunch of nice bourbon, which was cool. A lot of good food. Very yeah. fun. They, they hired good chefs. fuel they for the for the pipes. So. Yeah. Good fuel for the pipes. The adults yeah. always have. Like good food, this just popped into my mind. But do you guys play any covers? Do you have a favorite cover that you like to play? Oh, oh, we play a lot yeah, of covers. We play yeah. a lot of covers. <laughs> What's the faves? Uh, one of these nights by the Eagles is probably my favorite. I love that song. Um, one of my favorite songs I cover solo is "Prettiest Tree on the Mountain" by Ben Sully, who's a Lexington native. Um, and then a full band cover that I really like that we do is um. Just Like Heaven. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fun to play. I also really like when we do um, uh, uh, Fly Like an Eagle from the Steve Miller Band. That's a, that was the one that we've had for like four or five years now. A classic, a staple on the Definitely. set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just, I just, I don't know if you guys ever go to Girls, Girls, Girls next door. Oh, yeah. Uh, always. You know, they always have live music and stuff. So, um, But they always do karaoke every Monday. Mm. So if you guys had to choose, and this is for everybody, this is for you too, Sophia. You had to choose one karaoke song. What would it be and why? Some nights by Fun. Sorry, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> or one. Or the song. Promise. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, by yeah. When in Rome. Yes, we cover that one. Oh, it's so it's good. Um, one. Love that Samia song. also. I she's an indie musician, but she um, just put her cover up of the Promise on Spotify. I'm always listening to that. Awesome. I don't know. That's a really hard question. <laughs> <laughs> you have one shot. Yeah, you won't like. You won't really see me like singing a lot of songs <laughs> in, unless I've had a. With a drink, of course. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, assuming they are girls and you've had something to drink. Yeah, they have yeah. the two for one marks. All the time, <laughs> so. What a deal! Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna defer on this. I'm gonna punt this mm-hmm. question because mm-hmm. I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my go-to karaoke song is "Take on Me" right now. Yeah, yeah it's a good one. It's um, a crowd pleaser. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. People always sing with you, and that's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I actually got up there and said, I never sing. Uh, or anything, so I got up there and I did uh, Mr. Brightside by the Killers. Awesome, that was a great one. That one that's a classic. That one gets the people going. Like, oh, I went to Nashville recently, and, and a big thing they do down there with their live music is they do like sort of like live karaoke. Like, depending on the time of day and how many people are in the bar, they'll just be like, Okay, does someone want to come sing a song? It's <laughs> 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 just a bunch of uh, intoxicated older women, yeah, <laughs> exactly, on the girls, which trip. is like, genius because, like, what a great way to get oh, yeah. someone engaged mm-hmm. in your in your show. Like you can be their backing band. Yeah. <laughs> Pass around microphones while people are at dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you well, you got to trust them with the microphone too. Yeah. Then that's just like that's that's a pretty big, <laughs> big thing to trust. But yeah, yeah. like that's that's fun. That's awesome. Fun idea. I think we should do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's next for you all? What what can people look out for? Well, we just finished our EP. It's mm-hmm. being mixed. Um, we're putting that out. When. Uh, Not to sound <laughs> eager soon, or something. Hopefully, <laughs> we're gonna have a song. So if 
uh, this airs before the Burl show. Um, it will, yeah. It'll okay. air on Friday. Cool. So um, we're going to play at the Burl, and if you're there, we'll let you listen to our new song that's coming out shortly after that. And then um, you'll be able to hear our new singles that we have, and then we're looking to put the EP out sometime in June or July. And we'll be playing a lot of shows to support it. So, And they're all going to be different events. We're going to collaborate with some cool spaces and um, be able to have different setups. Like, you're not going to see the same show every time. We're really kind of leaning into, like, the synth production and uh, performing in, in different ways. So, Sweet. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to try and play with... Um, you know, how can we add a lot to our sets? How can we cut a lot back? You know, what's the what's the maximum amount of instruments that we need, or I guess a minimum amount of instruments we would need to to get one type of sound? And also, what's what's the maximum? How can we explore that? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as for what's next for me too, I'm I'm gonna plug a couple of my other bands too. Please. I'm in two uh, I'm in two other projects up in Cincinnati, and uh, I guess on the day this airs, I'll be playing with my band Coetc that I just recently joined. Our good couple of pals of ours will be playing at Bellevue Park in Cincinnati, uh, and then I've got like a little funk outfit that's like a well, kind of like a funk punk fusion type deal. Um, they're they're fun guys. It's called Stab and Grab. <laughs> it's named after a named after a convenience store that's down the street from their uh, their house. Called Stab and Grab. Well, no, cool, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> re- like referred to as Stab and Grab. Okay, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like um, interesting, interesting band name. The currency is a, a stabbed dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you need, if you guys need any retirement parties or you know, uh, <laughs> any, totally. any sort of event, you know, we got we got sunmates here. They could bu- you can book them for a private event. We'd uh, love to play a bar mitzvah. That'd oh, be a great now that would be fun. That'd be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never been to one, so honestly, I just kind of want the experience. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. That's all I have. Okay. You can learn more about Sunmates on sunmatesband.com, and you can listen to Sunmates on any music streaming platform. They'll be playing at the Burl on April 30th, and you can buy tickets at theburlky.com. Thanks for listening to Bowman's Friends. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Bowman's Friends to stay up to date on our upcoming episodes. New episodes go live every Tuesday and Friday wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to DM us with topics you want us to cover or guests that you want to hear from. 